Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon McClendon with Sports Talk with Brandon on this Tuesday. Today, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw and some stuff that happened for the weekend. Um, this this show was actually pretty decent. There were three big things I loved about the show. I'm actually kind of surprised that Raw's been okay so far. So far, in the last couple of weeks, I think they've gotten better. Hopefully, they're building Survivor Series, so that's kind of why. Um, but let's get some weekend news out of the way. First of all, uh, Dallas lost on Sunday to the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday Night Football. Pretty eh, game. Like, it wasn't, it was very sloppy. Most of the NFL across the league on Sunday was pretty sloppy. It wasn't most Chris games you've seen. You could chalk it up to a bunch of things, but you could also chalk it up to the fact that when one game's kind of bad, the rest are kind of like weird and awkward. So it's not like it was just kind of a trend for this Sunday. Also, um, Giants. Uh, lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night on Monday Football. That was a closer game than expected. Giants actually hanged in there a lot more than I would thought they would have. Tampa Bay has the better offense and a better defense, but they didn't really show out. That game was kind of lackluster itself. And then in the... I think it was the Green Bay game. No, it was, act- it was actually in the Saints game. The Saints versus... Uh, the Saints came. One of the players for the other team got ejected for randomly just hitting one of the Saints players. No real reason behind it. Kind of like they were jawing all afternoon. Not really, really back and forth kind of thing. It kind of started out with the Saints player like getting up into his face mask. He finally didn't take. He didn't. He took it like we we're in a fight. He ended up just hitting him twice, a couple shots. They go at it. He gets ejected for it. So other than that, there wasn't really much in the NFL talking about Ravens. Pet, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still undefeated. They beat the Ravens. Um, R- Raiders beat the, the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. And it was just a weird day across the NFL. I think one of the weirder ones I've seen in a while. Even Minnesota beat Green Bay, and Green Bay is a better team. Minnesota was control of the game all afternoon that day. They ended up Cook went for four touchdowns. He was on fire as a running back, so I, I think that was, was a big kind of key for that game to the game that came out the way it did. But next week we have a big week because we have Clemson versus Notre Dame. We have the NASCAR finishing out their championships, their Cup Series. Also, we have Sunday Night Football, which is Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Drew Brees and the Saints. That should be pretty good. Dallas is playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I don't think they're going to beat. And then um, I think we also have the Preakness this weekend as well. So it's going to be a big weekend for sports. But let's get right into the uh, Raw review, Monday Night Raw review from last night. Raw kicked off with Randy Orton. He comes out kind of promo. He pretty much says, you know, I know I have a target on my back. I know I'm being the hunted. But when is the when is the hunter become the prey 
any kind of flips on his head. You know, he said, I've beat people. I've, I'm better than John Cena. I'm better than Ric Flair. I'm better than all these people. And it the promo was really good. I think I like the promo. Um, and he says, anybody in the back who wants to come out here, come out here and take me on. Uh, so no no male wrestler comes out. Alexa Bliss comes out. Alexa Bliss comes out and kind of just stands there and has her hands up to her chin with the glo- the white gloves that says pain and play. But at the same time, she drops the play one. It's just pain. And he's like, he dro- he lowers the mic and says, where is he at? And then she says, uh, you know, you mean the fiend? And I think, she, I think she says, like, let him in. Fiend's music hits. You hear the, the weird, like, red lights and the weird beginning to a song. Randy's looking around. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Out of nowhere, Drew Claymore's Randy with this sick, sick Claymore. Really sick Claymore. I think it was. And Drew says, I'm the only one that's going to take the belt off you. I, You know, you're going to have to give me a rematch eventually. So Drew's leaving. Miz and Morrison come out. Miz grabs a ref. He's about to cash in the... And, he, and the ref says he's going to cash in his money in the bank. And the announcers, uh, the ring announcer's like, Miz is cashing his. And then rather he says Miz is cashing in his, Drew comes back and just lays out both of them and pretty much says, you know, like I said, I'm going to be the only one to take that belt off of Randy. And then while he walks off, the cashing never happened, which. I don't know if there's going to be the same thing every couple weeks. I don't mind this. As long as the story is really good, I don't, I think it's a good idea. So then we had, we go to commercial comeback. Um, backstage, Miz and Morrison are backstage. And I forget who walks up. I think it's Charlie Crusoe. Charlie Crusoe walks up and says, so Miz, did you see what happened out there? Miz is like, I, I was about to cash in. I would be Cam WWE champion. But... McIntyre had to get in the way. By the way, I did not cash in because the bell never rung. He verifies that, which we already kind of knew. Um, and he said, and he, Morrison's like, you know, he he needs to learn how not to be a, you know, crybaby and not understand he's going to take another 19 years to win the title back. All the really good stuff back and forth. Morrison challenges McIntyre to a two-on-one handicap match. Um... In the main event, uh, and Drew accepts later on tonight. And then I think this was so good. I think the only thing about this segment I didn't really like. I think Miz, when Miz cuts a promo, Miz is really good. But I think the Morrison angle is not great because Morrison's more like comedy guy and is like lackey or his right hand man. But it's not really working in the way it probably should. Um, but we'll see what happens there. I think ultimately it should be. It's super cool, super fun. Um, so then we have um, Elias versus Jeff Hardy in a guitar and a pole match. Elias comes out. He's going to play a song from his new album that hit number one on the charts. And he, you know, he says, I'm going to, you know, why are you going to put one of my nice guitars up there to only get broken in half? And he, you know, he, he starts about to play. Jeff comes out. He interrupts him. This match was inconsequential. This match was really kind of not, not it was interesting, but not really fun. Um, Elias gets, works over Jeff Hardy at the beginning. Jeff Hardy has a really good comeback. 
Jeff gets thrown over the over the top rope at one point, and you know falls to the apron, falls to the outside. Elias grabs or Jeff throws Elias on the apron. Elias gra- uh, grabs a stool, throws it at him, trying to get the guitar. We come back. Jeff Elias gets back the upper hand a little bit from the commercial break. Jeff fires up, hits the um, whisper in the wind, hit, grabs up, gets the guitar, hits the guitar over Jeff uh, Elias's back, pins him for the one, two, three. He wins. I think this dispute is over finally. I think. We don't know. <laughs> they really explained how they, you know, what they're gonna do with that. But ultimately, it was fun. It was interesting more than I thought it would be. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're gonna do. Uh, I'm not surprised by any of this. I think. Um, I think it was really good, really fun. Ultimately, I think I think Jeff's gonna ultimately win this series, but I think they need to keep Elias strong. They want Elias to be a main eventer. He's not really one. I don't think he, but I think he's better as a heel, not a face. Um, then we go from that to uh, Dana Brooke. And Mandy Rose are working out backstage, getting ready for the match against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax for the tag team titles. Nia, uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke come out. Then Shayna and Nia come out. The match about to start. Alana comes out. Alana just kind of watching from the outside. Um, Alana gets on the apron, tries to stop Jack or stop, try to stop Baszler from putting Brooke in the Kofina Carapuda clutch. Bazar gets distracted. She gets off. She makes sure she goes. Let's go of the clutch. Faces down on Lana. Uh, this gives the Brock the opportunity to roll her up. She had to roll her up for like ten seconds almost. Ref's trying to get Lana from the apron. Uh, Bazer gets out of it. She kicks out. Um, Lana gets knocked off. As Lana's getting knocked off the apron, Bazer gets knocked off the apron by Brooke. As she's getting off the apron, Shayna Baszler comes back, puts the clutch back on her, the tap out for the win. Um, and that was pretty much it. It wasn't like the greatest thing ever. And in, right before this match, she also had a promo from Lacey Evans and uh, Peyton Royce, which I don't really. They added, they made a new tag team, which is fine. But I think it was a little nonchalant to make this because, like, I think they could have done better. Like, you could have kept the Iconics together, and I think that would have been the better play. But I see why. I understand if you're trying to make... Um, you were trying to make... You're, you're trying to you're trying to make them look strong as a tag team, but they had dissension when they did the four way tag team match. So I don't really think that really works in their favor. But I also don't really think Peyton's getting the push that they said they actually might get. Nonetheless, this match wasn't that really a consequence. I think it was to build the main event later, where Nia Jax pretty much said, you know, don't say Lana's name in my mouth. I'm gonna end her career. I'm gonna put her through a ta- you put her through a table six times, and the reason is like you put her through a table six times, and 
I'm gonna have a ma- I'm gonna give her a match. If she loses, I'm gonna put her on the table. And then if she even though if she, even if she loses, I'm also end her career. So it kind of like one of those fight or flight things kind of thing. Lana cut the promo later saying that I'm not scared. I'm up for the challenge. Let's go. Um, ultimately, all good stuff. I'm bouncing around, but because that kind of all came together. So then, after this, um, we come back. We have backstage pro- uh, promo by Orton, who says, "You know, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm ready for anything. I'm the WWE champion. I understand what it takes to hold on to this title. I'm going to be fine." But if you want to come at me, come at me. Because you need to put in his words in professional wrestling, RKO. And he pretty much, you know, says he's not worried about things. Um, then R-Truth comes out. And he's going to face Bobby Lashley in a match. And before they cut the promo, kind of saying, you know, Bobby, I was going to get the autograph from the guy who played the water boy in the movie. And he's not coming out here. I'm facing who? And then he's kind of just like, kind of like scared so lashy comes out they have this match true pretty much says i'll lay down for you i'm not gonna fight you know you can just pen me we don't we're both champions kind of thing and lashy's like i'm gonna put you in a hurt lock and so truth kind of tricks bobby gets a couple kicks in not much of a match lashy puts the hurt lock in he taps out um lashy's leaving drew Gulak comes down to get the pen he's running to get the pen on truth to win the 20 title uh, Bobby Lashley destroys Gulag with the hurt lock and ends up, when he does finishes, he lays uh, Gulag on top of Truth. Truth, he, Gulag wins the belt from Truth. Um, Bobby's just standing there kind of laughing, which is kind of weird, but I get it. Um, it was not good little segment, not really something strong, but I think something I would really look forward to watching. Um, then from there, we go to Another backstage segment. Um, AJ Styles runs into, or Grandma League, and let's say are backstage, and you know they're trying to go find Gulak, and then they run into AJ Styles with his big associate, and they're going the other way. They're about to, they're just going to leave, and AJ Styles is coming to the ring, and as he, he comes to the ring, he cuts a promo saying, you know, as I'm team captain now, that I'm going to do everything I can to make this team strong. And so he introduces Seamus, he introduces Keith Lee, and Lee's like, who made you team captain? We didn't agree on this. And AJ's like, so Seamus, what do you what do you think? I actually have to agree with Keith Lee. Who made you team captain? Then Braun comes out. Braun's like, I want to be on Survivor Series team. And Keith's, Keith's like, we all had to qualify. You didn't qualify to get on this team. And... Adam Pierce comes out. Pierce says, I've been trying to find you a match for someone to qualify for you. I haven't found one yet. Um, and they just like, I have an idea. Listen to me out. Hear me out. We'll do a triple threat match. Keith Lee, Sheamus, and Braun Strowman. If Braun Strowman wins, he's qualified for uh, Survivor Series men's Raw team. And Pierce is like, that's official. It happens next. And it's this match was so much fun. I think they did a really good job of having Sheamus and Lee work together to team on Braun. Braun has a lot of big moves himself. They do a superplex from the top. Like Tower of Doom superplex spot from the top rope. We have a choke slam. We have almost a double choke slam from Braun to a, through the announce table. That didn't happen. 
uh, elbow by Keith Lee on the barricade to Sheamus. Then Braun just pretty much uh, splashes both of them through the barricade on the other side. Um, we end up hitting, Lee tries to hit the spirit bomb. Um, and Sheamus hit the bro kick. Throughout this whole match, AJ did a really good job of saying, I don't want to get him hurt. I don't want to get him hurt. I want bro. Um, I want Braun on my team, but he has to qualify. So he did that the whole throughout the whole match. That was really good. I, I it ended where after he hit the bro kick, uh, Sheamus tries for another bro kick, misses. Braun picks him up, hits the power slam for the one two three. Braun wins. He is on the Cement Survivor team. Um, then AJ gets in the ring. He wants to have all the guys make up to, with each other and just kind of be best buds. That doesn't really happen. It doesn't go. Don't even last long. Um, Braun and Sheamus, or Braun and Lee shake hands because they want to, you know, they're going to, that happens. Then Braun and Sheamus hug, but then Sheamus just kicks Braun and basically with a bro kick in the face. She, uh, Lee pretty much power slams um, eight, uh, uh, Shane was out the ring, and then AJ Styles drop kicks uh, Lee out the ring. This all breaks down, but I I love how they're building it up as a like odd couple team. Later on the night, we had uh, Sheamus backstage with Drew McIntyre, and he tells McIntyre, you know, I wanted I um uh. I wanted you to. I want you to be on the Survivor Series team, and he says, you know, Drew says, thank you for the offer, but I have to finish some business with Randy, and Shame, I hope you understand, Seamus, and he does, and I like that because if you get if you get Drew McIntyre on that team, you have Drew, Seamus, Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, and AJ Styles. That's a pretty decent team. I would love to see that. I would love to see how they do that. Um, so after this, we. Um, Angel Guards is backstage, like, cutting this promo to the camera, talking about, you know, I can, you know, I love your smile. He's talking about, talking about, talking about, you know, loving ladies in the Thunderdome kind of thing. Has the rose. It was kind of weird. It sounded like something out of, like, a dating site, which is kind of odd. But that's his character, so I'm not too surprised. Backstage, McIntyre interview says, you know, he says that, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make sure Randy's okay, so I can take the belt off him. I'm gonna be Randy's guardian angel, pretty much. And I think that's a really cool way of doing that because that's really interesting. It's like he's your guardian angel, but he also wants to take the belt off you, which makes total sense. I love that. I think that's gonna be a really interesting way to do that to have Ray, uh, have McIntyre get his title shot back. He's gonna keep beating up Orton, but also he's gonna make sure Miz doesn't get to Orton. So I think that's two really good things of that um, of this so far. Um, ultimately, I wonder what they're gonna do with um, uh, I wonder what they're gonna do ultimately with him be um him getting that point, but I could see him winning the money to bring briefcase off. Uh, off. 
Miz, but they could do multiple things. I think they could do that. They could also do a thing where Miz doesn't get the cash in, or if he gets the cash, he get the cash in on, uh, on um, McIntyre. We can see that happen. We can see a lot, a lot of different things. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they go from here. They do a really good job of understanding their fans and understanding what they need to do. So I hopefully McIntyre wins that belt eventually somewhere down the line. Back, if you want to have the series continue. But the Fiend is also there, so the Fiend could win it as well. We have Firefly Funhouse. Um, it's Firefly Funhouse starts out with, you know, talking about, you know, uh, the Abby the Witch is kind of doing a little bit of swearing, but it's like in a kind of cheeky way. And she, you know, likes to put pulls up a swear jar and says, you know, it'd be, that'd be 10 cents. And she said something else. And it'd be, and Braun's like, it'd be 25 cents, or Braids would be like 25 cents. And, you know, as uh, Bray says, you know, I, you know, ran, me and Randy things in the past, and you see the fire come back up in the back of the picture, that picture, and he thinks about what happened, and Alexa's like, can I show you a new trick if you want to help me out? So they do the trick, and her tongue kind of comes out really long, and Bray's even surprised, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. This little segment was fun. After, the only part about this is weird is the second half where Alexa is backstage. Nikki walks up, and Nikki says, "It's the Fiend, right?" And you've tore, you got torn apart by the Fiend, and the Fiend's torn our friendship apart. But I still, I still think you're friend, we're friends, and we still need to do. We can still do a lot together, and it was so good. And I think they did a really good job trying to build attention, but it really didn't work the way I thought it would. Um. I think it was a decent kind of thing, but it ultimately was very lackluster. Um, but I do like the way they're trying to build up that, that tension as much as they can. Uh, then we have a Nia Jax interview backstage. She says that, like I said, she talks about she don't want to lie in her mouth. She don't want to hear a lot of things around her. She mentioned that she can end her career. We come back. And then we have an MVP lounge with uh, Lashley and all of them talking about, you know, we took out the Hurt Business. We did everything we needed to do. Now we want our payment and we want the tag team gold. New Day comes out and New Day runs them down. And the New Day promo here was amazing. I can't really get it because it was so good. They're thinking about the Street Profits. They have other things to think about. We have the match between the New Day, which is Kobe Kingston and Theodore Woods, versus Shelter Benjamin and Tetra Alexander. This match was so much fun. Uh, MVP on commentary. MVP is talking about, you know, I would put Cedric and Alex together because Cedric can learn from Benjamin, who's a more veteran, and he's our young lion. And the whole time, they're going back and forth in the match. And this match was so good. They win with the... Uh, uh, I think it was the lumbar check into, like, a face buster for the win. And they celebrate. I thought it was, it was not a tag tail match, but it could have been. You could have done it very easily. Um, but they might get a tag shot down the road. 
but I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. It'd be super fun. And interesting, I am so interested in how they're going to, you know, build this team up and everything. So nowhere is there. If they, can have, if they have them as a tag team, I think that'd be really fun, really interesting. You have Lashley, your main event guy, and you have the tag team champ, the tag team of Lash, uh, Benjamin and Alexander. So that's always fun. And then after this, we have... Like I said, Nick Cross and talking to Alexa Bliss. Ricochet comes out for a match versus Tucker of the Hurt Business. Of, of Tucker Foley of the uh, Heavy Machinery. Ricochet beats him in like two minutes. This was not really a match. Tucker looks so weird just wearing like the pants and everything. I think his former ring name was Tucker Knight. So I think that's kind of everything. The way he looks is a little bit different. Um, Ricochet wins in two minutes. Abusaf Ali comes out. Ali was watching the match prior. Ricochet wins. The Retribution pretty much beats up Tucker and Ricochet. Um, and as he's beating him up, he, um, you know, says, why are you making me do this? Why are you making me do this? And everything is kind of interesting. Not great, but interesting. Then the then we have the Sheamus thing in the as before the main event, you know Sheamus saying we want your part of the team, but Drew saying that he wants to um, he needs to take care of Randy Orton first, so Sheamus understands. We have Miz and Morrison versus uh, Drew McIntyre in a handicap match. Miz and Morrison at first worked over Drew so well. Then second half of the match, Drew went on a tear. Drew hit. Gets Morrison into a belly to belly. He hits the, uh, he tries to hit Phoenix Truck DT. Doesn't work. They end up going after, um, then he goes after, uh, Drew's leg. They ended up, they ended up keep working, working the Lego. And he um, he doesn't get the leg to be worked over as much. And at that point, um, he ends up just, you know, getting beat over, worked over so much, and... Eventually, Drew just fires up, beats both of them up, destroys them, and wins the uh, match. Then at the end, Randy comes out, hits the RKO on him, and ends the match from there. And uh, the end the end the night. So with Drew getting laid out, which I thought was kind of cool, it was a good thing, not great, but a great, good, a decent thing to end the show on. Um, overall, this Raw was pretty decent. The main thing, the Firefront Funhouse was amazing. That tag match was amazing. I think the Drew, Randy, Miz, Fiend thing was all just good. 
those are the big takeaways from the show. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to what they do next. Um, hopefully, it should be fun, interesting. Nonetheless, I do thank you for uh, listening. I'll be back on Thursday to do the NXT review, which is the NXT after Halloween Havoc. And we'll see what they go from there. Um, I'm looking forward to everything everything else that's going to be happening up until Survivor Series. I wonder how they're going to build the rest of this because so far, Survivor Series is kind of that eh, crutch thing. But we'll see. They can do something great. Um, but I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy and hope you for next time. See ya. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.